New York City. So welcome back to Warrior Women Business. I am very excited to be here today. Again, my name is Jasmine Sandler. I am the host and producer of Warrior Women in Business, which is more than just a podcast. It's really a movement to help women and strengthen women by bringing women together under opportunities that provide education, mentorship, and entertainment. So today, I am thrilled to have Val Kinsler with me today um, to talk about all the cool things that she has coming up to support women in music, of which I am one, and that's how we connected. So welcome to the show, Val. Thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and we are, um, I should preface by saying, we are at Pit Striker, which is part of the, the Pit Loft series of venues here in New York City. And the reason we're here today is because we are planning a number of events through 2020 here at the venue, and we'll be talking about that a little bit later. But let's get right into Val. So Val, um, so I'll just give a little preface, right? So Val and I connected through music, we're both musicians, and um, I was just really taken aback by the efforts that Val puts in to help other women in music and female creatives come together and give them really great opportunities and platforms to share their talents. So could you talk about why you do this and, and how that started for you? In um, 2014, I, uh, it, I remember my kid was still really young, and being a mom and rock and roll, I had compassion for mothers who were still trying uh, to be artists. But I noticed that hanging out with guys all the time for years, musicians, they had a good camaraderie among themselves, but I didn't see that so much going on with women. Oh. Um, and I think that it's a societal issue, like the women feel maybe less secure inside of themselves, or I don't know what it is. It's, they think more about how the world sees them on the outside. So yeah. uh, I wrote a song called Rock and Roll Women, as in rock and roll women need no forgiving. We're just trying to make a living. Driven <laughs> to extremes forbidden, let's raise a torch for rock and roll women. And then I recorded the song with um, a nonprofit label called Recording Artist Development. And basically, I was inspired to create my first event in 2014 at Tiny Hall. Oh, mm -hmm. And in New York, right? New York City. Yeah. That's right. That, venue, unfortunately, is now defunct, like so many other venues. Oh, according to New York, yeah. Speaking of which, the rent's really high, and etc. And we love the pit. And we love the pit. <laughs> Keep going. Any, anyhow, so um, it was a vast array of talent, and uh, some of them solo acoustic, some of them more roots-oriented, some of them more glam-pop-oriented. Uh, yeah. Basically, the vibe that I try to retain and to um, spread with folk is unity in the community, inclusiveness, and a warmth, and a, um, a feeling of rising to your fullest potential without the threat of a competitive vibe. And that's really not an easy thing to achieve. It's not in your Right, right. Yeah. yeah, because pending all the closures of the venues and all yeah. of the bands who are trying to get seen, yeah. and the onslaught of media promotional stuff that comes your way, and uh, companies that try to exploit artists when they realize they are trying to um, catapult themselves up to the next level. It's a real problem. So I'm trying to maintain a grassroots, hopeful effort. You know, use a sense of healing alongside this this effort. Yeah. So that's it, basically. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot more work than I than I bagged on, but um, and it's a labor of love at this point, but uh, having met you, a businesswoman, warrior woman in business, you know, that's that's helping to align things in a more proactive manner. 
so that we can actually, uh, I'm speaking to some sponsors now and trying to attain funding so that we can get some swag happening and actually create something where the women can go in and record songs and you know do topical songs. Yeah. And the events basically have concepts based around them. Sure. So yeah, got it. So um, you know, I've had a lot of different guests on this podcast and at our events as well as speakers. And every single one of them, you know, it's warrior women in business. It used to be Wonder Woman in business. Who is a warrior? So it's the same thing. Um, but they all have these like stories of inspiration, something or someone that inspired them to be where they are and to go where they go. Do you have a person or an instance that really inspired you? There are several. I mean, when I grew up in a family of four boys, and my father was very old school, Germanic, European women are kitchen cleaning and housework. Oh. <laughs> All I really had to express myself was the baby grand piano. And my brothers used to shoot spitballs at me as I sat at the piano I and crank up the TV. Yeah, we have that in common. Yeah, they used to beat me up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> there you go. So, so I had to fight to be heard. Yeah. And um, I identified with a lot of old school female blues artists and gospel singers from back in the day. Yeah. I would listen to the radio a lot, and I went to Berkeley College of Music to study jazz. And um, I'm really the story in people's voices. The story, it's not just being a pretty face. It's not just being, you know, the difference between showmanship and showboating. Note the distinction, right? Because I want to hear the story, and I don't want to hear somebody just sing with perfect pitch, who looks beautiful, who's like got liposuction of the ass. I want to, I want to feel. You want to feel. I want to feel where you're at, and that's going to inspire me because music is the ultimate universal language. Let's communicate. Let's reach out, let's rise up together. That's my goal as a musician and those women who had to fight so hard, the Becky Smiths, Nina Simone. All those stories of the jazz singers. Mahalia Jackson, yeah, a lot yeah. of soul singers yeah. I mean, that really inspired me, including, you know, the Grace Slicks, of course, Janis Joplin, and, and um, lots of interesting stories about how I got introduced along the way to some of my favorite female inspirations. But, it makes me sad to realize that sometimes women are only referred to as the singer, you know? And, and the guys in my band, they still have a habit of doing that too. Oh, oh yeah, Val, she's a singer and she yeah. writes the songs. Yeah. And like, yeah, I also play piano, I play guitar. I like, you know, and a full round. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And I play solo as well as playing with a band. But you know, there's that stigma. So we need to, I think, dignify rather than stigmatize Absolutely. the role of women in music, that we're not simply pop tarts, it's not about TNA. It's yeah. really more about getting the message out from heart and soul and helping other women and men, for that matter, feel empowered and strong enough to rise to their fullest potential. Yeah, I love it. So, you know, I'm also a singer in a band, lead in a band. And, and you're I'm wonderful. I'm <laughs> right. But, but, but the point is, you and I also play hockey and we talk about that a lot. Right. But the stigmatism that you're talking about is, is this exclusiveness and instead of inclusiveness, you know? And right. I think it's right. so important in every field and everything that we talk about the more we're in the business. Um, so, you know, my, my love is music, your love is music, right? So, um, what pieces of advice would you share with anyone out there, and we both know what the industry's like, that it's difficult, and you're making a big change in it, but what pieces of advice would you share to a woman who either is also a musician, that's maybe struggling, to be heard, which is, I love that you said that, to be in a community or to get into the industry. Because mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of women, you know, that come to our events that are also musicians. Yes. 
I think the number one ingredient is you've got to have a fierce passion for your arts. And you've got to surround yourself with people who are going to help you to reinforce your confidence and get clear about your creative intent. And I found for myself, going out to open mics in the beginning helped me a lot. That's how I developed and crafted a lot of my songs. I also exercise a lot. I walk a lot. And while I walk, and writing is kind of like meditation in motion. Yeah. So I love that you are so active in sports yeah. because I think that's imperative. I think that any woman in music needs to A, pick up some piano or basic guitar skills yeah. and also surround yourself with a very strong, loving support network that's going to constantly keep you motivated. But also, get up off your butt and take chances, take risks, go out there. You know, I can't sit here and say that every show I've done has been like blissfully amazing. There's been quite a lot of loose days yeah. along the way, but it's always a learning curve, a learning experience. You know, and be prepared to haul a lot of gear. If you want to get <laughs> stay in shape. <laughs> Hauling gear. Hauling gear. Whether it's at a, for a podcast or a show. That's why Val and I are so strong. We're always hauling gear. That's right. That's right. So one thing that I think is really, and I just want to know what you said there, which I think is interesting, um, because I'm split between the music and the business, right? And what you said, all of those issues, those challenges, and those attributes that you need to succeed in music, you need to succeed in business as well. Because you have to be a badass, you have to be fearless, right? You have to have the passion. So whatever it is, whether it's music, fashion, film, Law, finance, it doesn't really matter, right? You no. Have, you have to have all of those attributes, especially as a woman. Absolutely. Right? So, yeah, I think that um, some of the stuff I've encountered along the way has been I am a type A personality that once I'm on a mission to get something done to completion, sure. I will keep on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're old spouse, toast of water, but we're lucky women in rock and roll. But we hold that in common as jazz and, you know, as assertive women. It can sometimes be confused with being aggressive. And I think a lot of folks feel threatened by that at times. I'm not saying all the time, but there have been moments where I have approached a venue owner after a successful show and said, let's take this to the next level. Let's do this. Oh, well, I don't really know. Well, in other words, slow down, honey. Uh, yeah. Slow down, honey. Yeah. You know, you're getting a little full of yourself. Yeah. So not only are we expected to look good, yeah. sound good, but we can't play by the rules. Yeah, you've got to play within that particular demographic yeah. and, and work with the vibe. You've got to be a bit of a mentalist. Absolutely. You really do. You have to be a mentalist. That's a great word. Yeah. You have to be a mentalist. Yeah, I, I, I coined this word intuitionalized. You know, and when I, when I walk into a space or when I'm working in a venue for the first time or when I'm working with new musicians for the first time, trust your guts, trust your feelings. And not everyone is prepared to receive you with the vim and vigor that you're feeling in your heart and soul, waiting for that next moment to, ah, you know? Yeah, right. Unfortunate, but true. And also, the last thing I want to say about, you know, women who rock and such, yeah. um, I do believe, and I know this sounds really corny or crazy or it may offend some people, I feel that America, our culture, has a bit of a virgin whore complex. I think it's like difficult to be a woman in this society without being labeled either too fierce, you know, you're a bitch, you're catty, yeah, right, um, or you're too sexual. 
it's like always be a lady, and I grew up with that. My mother challenged me on every level that way. Valerie, always be a lady, always be a lady. And my father, girls don't do that. Oh. So anytime I did something that my brothers were doing, it was considered running away from home. Oh, wow. Yes. I was wrong, so I ran away from home a lot. Well, you're right. Really, now I'm home in rock and roll. You're right. Really, really funny. Me too. I mean, uh, you know, I was thinking the other day of just, you know, writing a song like where did this all come from? And it's like music is always the savior. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's always the savior. And I love that you said music is universal. Absolutely. And it can help people. So I have a question for you about the fact that I've had other women on the show that are also moms, and so you know, trying to. Do it all first of all, yeah. Um, and then fitting fitting the pieces of puzzle together and still staying on brand. Yeah. How do you do that? Like, how are you an entrepreneur, a musician, and a mom? Sometimes I'm an entrepreneur. Sometimes I'm an art entrepreneur. Sometimes I'm just freaking tripping in my door, Seriously. <laughs> but having a kid is no picnic. And years ago, interesting, you know, our good friend Bruce Starr, yeah. who's also going to be on our upcoming fest. Yeah. She and I met years ago with another gal who was starting a band called The Dirty Mothers. And we oh, had a great incarnation as The Dirty Mothers while Jeffy, my son, was still you know, a babe in arms. And it was great to connect with other moms and realize like that you know you have to make a lot of plans in advance if you want your kids to be there. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and I remember it's hard work. One time I had Scorpion tickets for the Beacon Theater. Nice. I like Scorpion. I and I was, my sister-in-law was living with us. My sister-in-law from Israel at the time, and Jesse was just an infant. And I had an offer for someone to babysit him while we went to the concert. But she was inviting her friend to come over, and I just went, hmm, I don't know your friend. Right. So off we went with Jesse in the baby carrier, and we took turns, you know, one of us in the lobby with the baby, and the other one going in doing the concert and whatnot. So I had to strap the baby on my back, bring my guitar, go on the LIRR to go play in a Long Island rock cover band um, with a drunken bass player and his 16-ounce tall boys all along the way. And I'm like, you know, there are a lot of challenges along the way. Yeah. Keeping your child safe, scheduling. I can't just simply say yes to a gig. Even now, although my kid is almost 13 now, I still have to think it through. There's homework, there's responsibilities. And I have to be a good mom. You know, he's my priority. Um, I had also lost my youngest brother to a drug overdose, which was very, very sad and horrific. And I know we hold some memories in common along those lines. So I'm really concerned with his his well-being, welfare, and staying on a proper path. And it's not easy. Being a parent for anyone, even outside of the arts, is never easy. But so rewarding because he's playing drums now and he's doing great. Yeah, I'm gonna have him sub for the band. He's he's playing. He's gonna play with us at the red line. And he'll sit in. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. So I'm really excited. Uh, just want to kind of share. So um, you know, one of the things that I've been wanting to do with Warrior Women in Business and that we are doing in 2020 is every event that we're going to be announcing is going to include education, amazing speakers, as well as performance art. Whether it's music or here at the Fit Striker, we're going to be doing actual theater, one woman performances. Fantastic. We're going to be doing dance, really, really cool stuff. So we're kind of kicking it off with um, kind of augmenting ourselves and attaching ourselves to Val series that she has coming up. My band is playing, so I'm super excited. Silent Fury, Red Line, March 8th, International Women's Day. We actually, um, so we, we really believe that everything that we do can help the community. And so what we're doing with the design of this shirt 
in the sale of this t-shirt is we're going to be taking a percentage and giving it to uh, support other women's groups like we did with the domestic violence shelter. Totally awesome. So you know that's what we need to do as women. We need to help. Um, so anyway, so let's talk a little bit about what you have coming up. These really cool events. So talk about you know the series, what's coming up, the venues, what people can expect. This is the first year we're doing a full length fest, seven days of music. Yeah, so um, and it's a lot of work. I just am exhausted. And tonight I have a rehearsal with uh, the Chicks and Axe group that evolved out of last year's event. But, um, oh God, the first event is at the bitter end. It's um, featuring a singer-songwriter at 6 p.m. and then we have Myrna and the Bulls. And what's the date on that? It's going to be March 3rd. So March 3rd is the first day. From 6 p.m. till 8 and, oh, and, event and, number one. And it's all under, although this is a small sticker. <laughs> In New York City, <laughs> women rock. Yeah. Yes. Sponsorship. <laughs> Michael McHugh of New Century Entertainment, who booked uh, many, many uh, artists who went uh, global back in the day. He's been assisting with curating some of these wonderful acts. Uh, and on the fourth, we're at the Shrine World Music Venue, which is a benefit for Sanctuary for Families. Yes, Sanctuary for Families does a lot of great work uh, repairing fractured families and giving them the resources they need to get back on their feet again. And uh, we are from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Shrine World Music Venue. And that is where? Great. It's in Harlem, darling. That's in Harlem. It's in and the bitter end is, for the people don't know it, Bleaker. is Bleaker. Okay. Bleaker Street. Yeah, on um, 47. Because not everything is. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. And let's see. March 5th at the Greenhouse Cafe, we have a special performance by a young lady named Vanessa Lovestone. And her daughter is a singer-songwriter as well, so they're going to make a cameo appearance at the Greenhouse Cafe in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. That'll I was going to say, that sounds so familiar. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to get together and yeah, do yeah. something there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's already in the works. Yeah. It's, a great, it's a great little place. Yeah. Um, and very uh, subway accessible. <laughs> okay, so that is the fifth. And on the sixth, we just added Denny Bonet, who's a very well-known violin player. Oh, yeah. And she plays the symphony orchestra. Ooh. She just came back from... Um, traveling to Africa, and she's working with children, uh, oh. teaching classes and songwriting. Nice. She's probably be a great person to interview on your, on your show. I've uh, heard of her. Yeah, and she's going to be Patty Riley's on the 5th, and that's a Friday. And it's an evening event? That's in the city? Evening event in Manhattan, 29th Street, off of 2nd Avenue. Oh, my Yeah, it's a music bar. Yeah. It's a very cool yeah, and it's nice. It's rare to see her in a place that's so kind of down home. Yes. She does a lot of like she's a violin. Carnegie Hall kind of stuff. Um, okay, and then the next day, Saturday, we have a brand new venue we're working with in a with an old school reference. Um, what was once Sidewalk Cafe, oh, right. otherwise known as the Fort Performance Space, was hosted by someone named Latch, a singer songwriter. Um, he moved on uh, to another place, and then Summer took it over and kept on hosting this wonderful That's Monday night. Village, right? Anton Folk opened my yeah, and it's on Sixth Street and Avenue A, 94 Avenue A. So they have reinvented themselves. Sidewalk is no longer, but in the back of August Laura at 94 Avenue A and Sixth Street in Manhattan, they have the Wild Side Lounge. And we just had D.L. Byron who wrote Shadows of the Night and has a new book oh. by the same title there last Monday, and I did my first um, art acoustic invitational. So we'll be doing more of those. Um, and on that's Saturday on, the 7th, well, Saturday the 7th, we're having our New York City uh, Women Rock Fest there featuring um, two Emilys, <laughs> Emily Fenton, Emily Frumgen, 
and uh, Viola is going to do a set, and then my band, Val Kinsler Band, is going to do a set, uh, which is long overdue because, yes, yes, <laughs> right. long overdue because it's a lot of work. I just have to add that sticking to your performing uh, rituals and practicing is really critical and important and critical. And when you get involved in promoting others and they start looking to you to promote them, it's a really fine balance. Mm. It's a really fine balance. So that's one of my main challenges right now, creative balance with business sensibility. Mm -hmm. So that's August Laura, and it's gonna be 5.30 p.m. until 8 p.m. My right. band's playing at seven, and I hope this other people come. And well, then, everyone will come. Uh, I hope so. All the warrior women. I hope so. And uh, on, of course, uh, Saturday, Sunday, is International Women's Day 2020. Marching. Yes, that's where Silent Fury will be headlining. And uh, it's going to be such a great show. It's going to be so much fun. Chicks and Apps with Tuggy Parkins, Bio Lizzy, Rigel on guitar. And uh, we have a drummer. She calls herself the Wizard of Oz. Super cool. Yeah, that's one of her personal things. And we've got um, Rue Star. And we've got, oh my god. And the list is really enormous. You have to check it out on Facebook. Go yeah. To, go to Jasmine's site. It's on the Warrior Women in Business events. Yeah. So that's that's there. That's March 8th. It's a full day. Yeah. And it's International Women's Day. It's International Women's Day official. And we, we're doing it from... But everybody's invited. Men, exactly. women, children. Yes. Women. It's all inclusive. <laughs> 2 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. We will be accepting um, a suggested donation of $5 to put back into the kitty for all that's going into promoting and creating these events. Um, and and uh, on Monday, we will be at East Village Social. And Kat Minogue is a lovely artist who uh, sings and writes and she comes from a musical family. Um, she is hosting our event at East Village Social, 126 St. Mark's Place. That will be from 8 p.m. until 11 p.m. featuring wow. special guests. That's about it. Is that it? <laughs> wow, what a it, mouthful. As if that is enough. As if it is so enough. It's, yeah. it's, it's festival week. It's Kicking good. off the first day is the March. first day is the third. The third March third at the bitter end through the ninth. Yeah, March is officially Women's Her Story Month. Yes, and it's also so. Let me thank you for being so articulate. But let me just talk a little bit about why March twenty twenty is so critical for Warrior Women in Business and why we are we are kicking this all off with March twenty twenty. So. Uh, 2020 is uh, is the 100th year of the women's right to vote, and March is International Women's History Month. So it's really important that all the women come out, and not in a way just to put their names to a cause, as they're coming back, yeah. but really in a way where we can come together and help each other. So that is that's really really critical. Um, so I, so again, all of the events, all of the events that uh, Val has talked about. They're all going to be promoted through the Warrior Women in Business Facebook page. Um, we want you to all come out. They're either free or donation. I mean, mm -hmm. really, you know? So we really want you to come out. And I know Val and I are going to be doing other things coming up in 2020. Absolutely. So I want to close out the show. First, I want to thank you. Oh, thank you. For all your hard efforts. She's, she's amazing. For all your hard efforts and everything that you do. You are, she is a Warrior Woman. This one, we just want you, if you don't mind, just give, you know, simple contact information um, where people can find out about the show a little bit more sure. about you. Okay, just go to facebook.com, um, Val Kinsler, B-A-L-K-I-N-Z-L-E-R, on Facebook, or um, go to 
Valkyrie, V-A-L-K-Y-R-I-E, on Instagram, or valkinsler.com. Not, not working that well. So, and then private message me and let me know where you're at, and uh, let's keep the bond inspired. Let's keep it inspired, too. ValKinsler.com. You can find everything that you want to know about Val. But more importantly, come watch us perform. Yeah. And all the other amazing women. There's so many amazing female musicians in New York City. Yeah. So prior to this band, all my all the bands that I were in, I thought it was just one of us. But now there's a whole community of women. Yeah. Female musicians, artists of all types. We encourage you to come to our events and get involved because we want to support you. So thank you for supporting living artists and live art. Yes, as opposed to buying their things when they die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So again, I want to thank Val for being on the show. And she looks forward, and I look forward to meeting you at the upcoming See you at the week of events. Yay. <laughs> All right, so signing off for episode 19 of Warrior Women in